Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited because I have a story that I, I just, I cannot wait to tell you. I've been itching to get this on uh, the podcast since it happened to me this past weekend. As well as, I'm excited because I think I might have finally, finally fixed the audio issues on this thing. So I'm hoping that the uh, the bass in my voice that makes my sound all awesome is coming through better this time around. I genuinely do apologize. The last few weeks, honestly, it's been a while. I, I've been messing with this kind of stuff and trying to figure out new mics and whatnot. And I finally got Vance involved. Uh, and I think he might have, I think he might have figured it out. We're not sure. He's a, he's a pretty good IT guy. Y'all, I have a story for you that I, I don't even know where to begin. If I'm honest, it is just, it is so hopeful. I have so much faith left in humanity now. I mean, you know, there's still a lot of generalized issues going on in our country today. And uh, I mean, for those of you paying attention to the Trump stuff, of course you are. That's going on. And that's a whole separate thing. But here on America's number one most conservative podcast, obviously we, uh, you know, it's weird because even the joke that America's number one most conservative podcast, even the joke, if I followed through with the joke, wouldn't we want justice? But I mean, I know we don't want, uh, obviously not justice for Trump because he's above the law. But you know what I mean? Like, it's a weird thing. It, even playing along with the joke, I don't even know where the joke ends. And that's what scares me that I'm not sure other people do either. Anyways, you guys, this story, this story is possibly the most progressive misogyny I've ever heard. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but friend of the show, Lars, uh, told me that apparently Andrew Tate, for all of his Andrew Tate-ness, I, you know, I, I, I'm not a huge fan. I don't know much about him. I admit I haven't followed that guy uh, or all of his stuff, but apparently he is pro-trans women being women. You know, he, he is... He doesn't hate the uh, the trans community, and he, he supports that, and it just proves that even people who might be otherwise... Uh, even people that I might disagree with, because I have seen a few of his random quotes, and I don't necessarily agree with Tate uh, on a lot, it would seem, but if he respects a person's right to choose who they should be, then I respect at least that portion of him. And this is what I mean. What I'm, the, 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 the punchline to this story, or the, the, the ending to try to tie this off, is incredibly crass, and it's incredibly misogynistic, but it's also very hopeful. And genuinely, it's it's a respectful misogyny, or at least it's a it's a baseline unhateful misogyny, and I will take that baby steps. You know what I mean? So here's what I'm talking about. Okay, here's what I'm talking about. Um, for plausible deniability, this has absolutely nothing to do with the Gaylord trip I was just at. Plausible deniability, absolutely not related in any way, shape, or form. It might be absolutely is not related. But here's my point. I'm hanging out with uh, while well, I'm at I'm at a weekend thing. Uh, you know, may may or may not be at the Gaylord, uh, but I'm hanging out with people that I just met, and they're from Texas. Um, there are a couple of them from Waco, Texas. Grandma and Grandpa are from Colleen, Texas, and there's a couple of the, uh, family members there from Tyler as well. The one youngest kid, the reason that all these people are in Denver, uh, the their youngest child moved to Denver, and so the entire family is here. Fuck it, whatever. We're talking about the Gaylord, all right? If you listen to last week, it's the exact same group of people. I can't imagine they're ever going to listen to this, but if they do, hey, sorry, I'm spilling your shit on, uh, you know, I've got like four listeners, so it's okay. <laughs> Look, I'm hanging out with these people from Texas. Uh, go back and listen to last week if you want to find out why it is I'm having in-depth conversations with, with these people. But after 48 hours of being in the same place and both wearing Baylor shit and talking Baylor, I've gotten to know these people relatively well, and I now know that they're from small towns in Texas. Uh, Waco, I lived there for a long time. Colleen, not too far from there. Tyler, a little bit further away. Uh, not the same, but doesn't matter. Point is, these are these are small towns. These are conservative towns. I mean, towns where this where this podcast does incredibly well. You know what I mean? America's number one most conservative. That's that's where we do best. Is uh, is Colleen, Texas? 
<laughs> but here's the point. I have seen uh, the the father of this group. Um, I don't know if he's necessarily the the patriarch of this group because grandma and grandpa are also here. But me and the dad have gotten, you know, we've talked and gotten to know each other pretty well. We've talked kids and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyways, they're all here visiting because the youngest son recently moved to Denver. And as I'm talking to these people uh, about Texas, 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 Texas during the day, their son is not there yet because we, we got there on a Friday and their kid was still working. And their kid brings... Uh, when their kid shows up later that Friday night, and again, it's just crazy how many times I bump into these people. You know, if you listened last week, I'm going to stop giving recaps. If you haven't, you maybe pause it and go listen to last week so you can understand what I'm talking about right now. The point is, I'm with a family of let's say eight people, all from small town Texas, and they're waiting on their kid or their grandkid or their cousin or you know whatever their relations are for this dude to arrive, and this dude brings his girlfriend, and uh, I I happen to be there for the magical moment when. Uh, a couple of the younger dudes, a couple of, I'm guessing, cousins or, you know, I'm guessing his age. I happened to be there when the younger dudes saw Guy, we're going to call him Steve, it's not his name, saw Steve, the one that just moved to Denver, and Steve's new girlfriend. I, I got to be there when, when Steve introduced his girlfriend. Uh, she's a delightfully nice, you know, well-put-together woman. She's, you know, attractive. Uh, she's like 6'3", with like giant, obviously fake, like D-cup tits. <laughs> Uh, she's, you know, she's in shape. She's got some lip filler going on. Like she, she looks great. She's definitely had some work done. She looks great. I shake her hand because I'm just a part of this family now, <laughs> I guess. And her hands are huge, man. And I'm pretty sure she has an Adam's apple, you know, and I don't give a fuck. She is awesome. She called herself she. So I called her she just like if I don't know you and you call yourself Dan, I'm gonna call you Dan. I don't give a fuck. If I just met you and you say, hi, I'm Sklorgan, I'm going to call you Sklorgan. It doesn't matter. These are combinations of sounds that you refer to yourself as. So I'm going to use those combinations of sounds if I need your attention. Point is, I was there for the introduction of the younger group, and they went fine. You know? I mean, Tyler, Texas folk that I, I expected a, a little bit more drama. Uh, I mean, just from, you know, eight seconds of, of seeing, oh, God, this is coming. Like, oh, God, she's definitely, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's, you know, she's most likely trans. I'm pretty sure. And that's fine. doesn't matter. But I expected the Texas folk to react worse. But they were fine. You know, the, the younger cousins who got to see her first when I happened to be around, including Steve's dad, all handled it. Now, Steve's grandma and grandpa aren't here yet. <laughs> that's something. Um, that's a different thing. And, I, you know, I'm waiting for that interaction later. And I didn't. I didn't get to be there when grandma and grandpa met uh, Steve's new girlfriend. I didn't get to be there, but I was there later, uh, later in, in the evening when we're all sitting around drinking. We've all been drinking all day. This is now Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, really. The sun is setting. Let's call it 630 on a Saturday. I've been talking to these people like an asshole for 36 hours. I know more or less the ins and outs. Uh, I know a lot of details about these people now. And the point is, Steve and his girlfriend at one point get up to go to the bathroom or to go get a drink or whatever. The two of them walk off. She walks off, he walks off together. They go they go together. Cousins are sitting around, not saying much. Grandma and Grandpa are here now, not saying much. Grandpa, or uh, Dad, Steve's father, who's probably 50-ish, says something like, she's a nice young woman. And Grandpa gives a little, <clears throat> and you can feel the tension. It, it doesn't cut, you couldn't cut it like with a knife. You could, it comes in like a poisonous fog. You feel the two younger cousins, who I'm guessing are 25-ish, the father who's 50s-ish, and then the grandma and grandpa. You've, as soon as grandpa goes, <clears throat> everybody shuts up. The silence is deafening. The tension is, is you can feel it. 
it's it's as if it's as if we're all sitting in a jello mold because you can feel every inch every half second passing you can feel it grandpa you know steve walks away girlfriend walks away grandpa goes <clears throat> and we all go silent and grandpa goes well they sure have nice tits <laughs> you guys i first of all we all laughed i laughed probably harder than anyone <laughs> But the 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 patriarch of this group, or the oldest male in the group, I mean, Steve's father's father, said they, you guys, they gave Steve's girlfriend enough credit to at least call her they. That's huge to me. That's huge to me, guys. Like, and look, maybe I'm way off base. Maybe I, I there might be somebody listening right now that thinks I'm an asshole for laughing at that. But I'm laughing at the potential progressive nature of it. Yes, it's a bit sexist. Do I wonder, would he have said that if Steve's girlfriend was, you know, was a, was a cisgendered female? I don't know. I don't know this family more than 36 hours. But in the 36 hours, I've gotten to know him pretty well. Point is, I didn't expect anything complimentary, if you even want to call that complimentary. I don't know. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying that what he said was great and that we should all, you know, strive to be like this 75-year-old Tyler, Texas motherfucker. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is what I expected from a 75-year-old Tyler, Texas motherfucker was a lot of mean-spirited, gender-based insults. And instead, what I got on the back end was, y'all, it's baby steps. You know, I'm not... I, I, I'm not saying it's the best stance to take, but I'm saying it's a much better stance than I was expecting from an old Texan. That's progress, guys. Genuinely. Like, I don't, I obviously, nobody talks to thousands of people in a given week. Nobody has their finger on the pulse of America. It's everyone's just spinning. You know, Fox News has their own spin, CNN has their own spin. They're both right and they're both wrong about plenty of things. But nobody actually has their finger on the pulse. Of America, nobody actually knows where we're going with regards to social activism, with regards to anything, but especially in, in this small, you know, just for this category, with regards to gender and social activism. You know, with I don't want to say with defending them because they shouldn't need defending, but they might. They being anyone who doesn't feel that they are the same as their assigned birth gender, whoever that may be. I want to defend you, but what I'm feeling is even if the tv's spouting hatred and you know you can see some internet clips that spout hatred and that horrible thing that happened in california like not too long ago like last week or earlier this week when the, you know, a shop owner put a pride flag in their window and they literally got shot at because they put a flag in their shop window that's insane and that's i think it's more attention obviously it's it's yellow journalism or whatever but that gets so much attention i think for me i had maybe forgotten or maybe may maybe overgeneralize the concept of more people really you know hate this kind of LGBTQ plus stuff you know specifically the trans stuff more people hate that I thought but maybe I was wrong I mean obviously some people do obviously there are pockets of, of hatred for any group of society but this old man I mean gray haired probably hasn't left Texas more than a dozen times in his laugh period this old man was willing enough to call this person they and that's at least if nothing else neutral and the nice tits thing that's you know you could feel that the, i think grandpa knew what he was doing i really do feel like grandpa knew what he was doing but he was going to lay his cards on the table in a humorous way but in a an accepting way you know, there was never any animosity. I never once sensed animosity. The, the, the tension when he cleared his throat, I thought for sure animosity was coming. 
but it didn't. And so maybe there is hope, you know, because like I know the laws in Texas are weird, just like in Florida and just like in South Dakota, like trans people have to be very careful because there are a lot of weird gray areas, especially for like parents of trans kids. I can't, you know, I, I, more power to, to anyone and everyone because that cannot be easy to do. But I get scared of these laws and I think I forget the general, I say the general, maybe the, the, the general public doesn't even decide these laws. Some people might vote on them. It's less than 50%. And then from there, who knows how it actually breaks down. But the idea that we might be coming around on this. If Texans can get on board, y'all. And like, I'm from Texas. There's no, the odds of you being a first-time listener making it 12 minutes into this rant are slim. But in case you didn't know that, I am from Texas. Born and raised. I was there for 20-plus years until I moved away. It, it's not something I ever really expected to happen. Um. Growing up in the church, it was certainly something that I was told was wrong and evil. And it, it just homosexuality, much less transgendered, any type of, that wasn't even a thing. Or at least it wasn't on the, the popular social zeitgeist to hate against from, from Southern Baptist preachers. But homosexuality damn sure was. And that was 20 years ago, you know, like sitting here 37. That was, I was 13 when I remember hearing this kind of shit. It was tw- almost 25 years ago. So maybe there's, maybe there's hope, y'all. Honestly, like maybe there is there's a there's there's a a swelling baseline of unhatred. Who knows what grandpa actually thought? You know, I don't give a shit. Even if deep down. In fact, I I don't hope that grandpa that grandpa did hate her. But if he did, I love that grandpa still chose not to air those grievances. I love that grandpa still decided to try to make a statement that was, you know, unifying. It's a beautiful thing. It like, and like, you know, it, if you've made it 15 minutes into this, thank you. Seriously, thank you. Because I, there, there was a punchline in the entirety of this thing and the rest of it is just me spouting my, you know, half-assed. Maybe, maybe I'm virtue signaling right now. I don't think I am, but maybe I am. I don't think I am because I'm not. I'm just not. I, I think you should be able to be whatever, however, whoever, as long as you're not hurting nobody. And this Steve and his girlfriend ain't hurt nobody. And his family seemed to accept him. And I am so grateful to have been a part of that moment. Like the last week's episode, I know was a lot more chaotic and was a lot more funny and haha. And can you believe it? It's so unlikely. This to me is even more unlikely. At least to me, if, if you don't know any Texans, if you didn't grow up in the South, if you grew up in a liberal place, good for fucking you. Go give your parents a hug and thank them for raising you in a place where you weren't surrounded by backwoods racism and homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> give your parents a hug, call them, text them, say thank you. Because if this isn't something that was in your, you know, what that was on your radar, good. It fucking shouldn't be. But for my friends out there that I know are from Texas and some of the friends that I know, even just from Colorado, if you're from South Colorado, it's a much different thing. Denver is a liberal paradise, as is Austin, at least mentally speaking. Physically, there's still traffic and shit. But the, the idea that we don't hate here is a beautiful thing. There's plenty of other places like it. So that's where you already are awesome. And if that's where you're not, I would ask you, be careful. Don't go around poking the bear. Don't go around, you know, if you see somebody that has like a, you know, I wouldn't even know what an anti-gay sticker is. But if you see somebody that looks like they obviously hate gays, don't go up and poke them and be like, hey, what do you think of trans people? Don't do that. Protect yourself. But like if you are from one of these places where I used to be from, Buda, Texas, (laughs) Waco, Texas. I would would ask you to to not question people directly, but start, start keeping an open mind looking around. See what you notice, because maybe the younger generation, maybe it's maybe it's a grassroots thing, but it feels like feels like we're coming around, y'all. Or at least this one isolated incident gave me more hope than I probably should even be gleaming from it. But I am I am pulling as much hope from this moment as I possibly can. 
and I'm hopeful that you will too. I love you. I mean that. It, if it's possible to hate someone without ever having met them, it's possible to love someone without ever having met them, and I love you. Jake, you too. <laughs> love you guys. See you next time.